Hey, cowboys and cowgirls, rodeo riding ranch ropers and tumbleweed watchers, gunslinger swingers, and hey, I'm Dusty, binging buckaroos. The West has been hit with a terrible pandemic. Because of this, Hey, I'm Dusty is going to go on a little bit of a hiatus until it's safe again to meet more cowboy and cowgirl cuties in person. So please enjoy this episode and listen to the end for a special Western ballad. He was like, well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but like, if you need time to think about it, like you can come to my place. He's like, I've got goats and chickens and a trampoline. Love that he threw a, a trampoline. Like, ooh, this will really get him. Hey, I'm Dusty. Follow along as I meet strangers on Tinder and interview them on the first date. I'm Dusty. Hey, I'm Chan. Chan, I'm so stoked to be chatting with you. How are you doing in quarantine? I am doing pretty well um, because I'm one of the people who generally stays at home anyway. So (laughs) I'm the one having to have awkward conversations with people who are actually extremely extroverted and (laughs) not being able to leave their house is driving them insane. Yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. I I yeah, I like I sort of crossed the line, you know. Like I'm fine being in my house, but also like I'm really stoked to be like chatting with somebody right now. Yeah, I'm excited to have a little human interaction. So, yeah, we're on a Zoom call right now, which is kind of what the world's turned into the last month. But, you know, we can't just stop talking to everybody. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so the the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go through your profile on Tinder. Okay, let's do it. First of all, it says your name, Chan, and your bio is life, craft beer, live tunes, yoga, climbing, cat, outdoor enthusiast, small human, big feels. Great bio. Thank you. A lot to unpack, but you're drinking a craft beer right now. Do you want to tell me about it? I am. Um, Yeah, I was actually having a hard time finding beer. Um, I just moved to Philly recently, and I didn't know that there are a lot of grocery stores that I guess don't have the proper liquor, or not liquor license, but whatever the alcohol license is. Sure. So I just, you know, finally found some beer at Whole Foods. And it's a Haze Charmer. I pay by Trokes. Is yep. that how you say it? Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty good, you know? It's nice. crisp and refreshing. I assume you're enjoying it. I am. Uh, live Tunes rolls me into your song, Supernatural by Turnover. I love it. It's great. It's a solid one. Thank you. Have you seen Turnover before? Because you said live tunes, not just tunes. Yeah, so that's kind of one of my things, I guess. I go to a lot of shows, and I saw Turnover play with Turnstile nice. last year. I think at the beginning of last summer, somewhere around there. Um, it was such a fun time. I was really grateful for that show where my placement was because I was standing balcony for it, and it was a pretty large venue. 
Um, and usually it's more, I'm short, I'm five one, so I can never see it shows. Um, so I was extra glad that I got a nice viewpoint from the balcony. So I didn't have to always try to find people's, um, like find guess, a gap. Like, yeah. Between the heads. And then I have to have those like, Oh, Hey, would you mind? Like, yeah. A little bit over, can't see. Um, Anywho, but I was super glad to be up there for this show specifically because it turned style open for them. So it was all the like old school, like hardcore kids yeah. down on the first floor and the entire first floor turned into a circle pit. Yeah, that brings me back. <laughs> so I'm glad that I got to avoid that. Uh, I haven't, I've only been in a pit once before and it was me trying to get out of it because the circle pit had happened behind me. And, and you I were got just sucked in. Yeah, so it was nice to avoid it for that show. I don't blame you. Uh, so yoga is your next point. Do you do it often or just something you enjoy? It's something that I enjoy, but I do it very infrequently. So I'm actually using my quarantine time to try to um, put aside more time to get into a consistent routine. Nice. Uh, climbing is your next point. I know that you climb because... You've told me in our <laughs> chat a few times, actually. And uh, yeah, so like, do you do you climb outdoors in a gym, a little bit of both? So far, I've only done indoor climbing. So I just started at the end of July nice. last year. So I haven't been doing it too horribly long. Um, I think it is important to note that I only top rope for the most part because it seems like I'm still new in the whole climbing community. But there's the people who boulder often and then the top rope people. Sure. So yeah. it's always a question that comes up. It's something I've wanted to get into for a while and I just sort of keep not doing it. So I'm sort of vicariously living now. <laughs> it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I remember you mentioning you didn't really have the time to dedicate. Not yet. Hopefully soon. Uh, so outdoor enthusiast. Uh, I'm going to cut you off right away. Your last picture is you and Yosemite. You said up on clouds rest, right? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so stoked. <laughs> I love the Sierras. Like Yosemite has a big place in my heart. Uh, how long were you there? Like what was the trip all about? Uh, I was there for one day. <laughs> one day. Hey, I've also done single day trips to Yosemite. I hear you. Yeah, I um, had never been to California before, and one of my pals was out there um, working at a different office location. He relocated to San Francisco from New York for six months, so I went out to visit him, and I told him one of the days I was there, I had to do Yosemite, and we picked, I think Cloud's Rest is the second most difficult hike I mean, in the park. you're doing, like, what, at least nine miles just to get for up my there. little it was 15 round trip yeah that's what i mean like yeah i mean yeah it's it's a lot it's big i so, don't think i ever did clouds of rest but i hiked a portion of the john muir trail which starts in yosemite valley and ends at mount whitney and okay. uh i sprained my ankle like in the backcountry and uh oh. yeah in the backcountry of king's canyon which is a story in itself um but i thought i was gonna have to get medevaced and then I sort of just iced my ankle in the streams because it's all snow melt in that point of the year. So the water's like literally ice cold. Popped all the ibuprofen I had in my bag and then like hiked out over Bishop Pass. <laughs> like 
did like a 16 mile day to get out but oh, no. i'm here we're cool it's all good <laughs> had to get out uh and then your last thing i'm going to touch on is big feels big feels about what everything everything i'm sensitive okay uh, hey that's fine that's perfect <laughs> Uh, you did say small human. We talked about that. I'm also a short person, so I hear you about the concert thing. I'm 5'5", five five, so we're like, we're right there. Uh, yeah, but you still have a few inches on me, so. I do have a few, but I'm equally disadvantaged going to live shows, I will say. At least we can share that together. Yeah. All right, so your first picture on your bio, it's you... Is this in a bathroom or is this like a door in an alley? This is a door in an alley. And what's it say? No scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're like kneeling down in the alley. It's this like beat up red actually, door. Actually, no, it's not an alley. It's um, outside of this bar called Birdies. Where in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, it's in, um, I guess that's technically bushwick or it might be in bed but i think that was actually the door out to their back patio got it either way great picture and it's Thank a great you. number one i think it's pretty funny i think it's great i think it's <laughs> hilarious too bad your song's not that though you know what i mean that would be too much okay i think you get the point across in the first photo i respect it otherwise you're overplaying the joke i think it can just end there sure your next picture is you, two of your friends, just sort of hanging out. Yep. Pretty straightforward. Is that at a bar as well? Yeah, it's at a beer bar. Nice. You in front of what appears to be like uh, like siding of a house. Just yep. pretty standard selfie. Looks great. You on a bench, a red bench, uh, drinking a beer. Mid-laugh. There you go. Approachable. Very approachable. Uh, you in front of some sort of stone structure? Yes, that's some ruins in Norway. Norway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the picture of you at Cloud's Rest, which is, yeah, awesome. Uh, which brings me sort of to my next thing. Why are you on Tinder? What brings you to the app? Oh, um, how far are we going back here? Like recently why I'm on Tinder? Yeah, or whatever you're comfortable saying. Um, so, well, right now I'm there just for, I mean, finding human connection. I've done app dating for a while, off and on. Um, and I actually usually don't even pop on Tinder anymore. <laughs> so, honored. <laughs> going through all of them. Really? Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, you have to cycle. You have to cycle. Well, still, I don't ever hop on Tinder, so there I'm kidding. Go. I know. I'm, I'm stoked. Tension grabber. So I guess that's the main point right now. Cool. Just human connections. See, mm. meet people. See if it goes anywhere. Yeah. See if it doesn't. Maybe I'll get a fun story out of it. Yeah, maybe you will. Maybe I'll have a traumatic experience. Who knows? It's a gamble. Hopefully not. I hope you don't. <laughs> No, that's great. Uh, so, yeah, you're in a new city, just trying to meet new people in the area, get yourself acclimated. Yeah, well, my main um, plan when I moved to Philly, I wasn't going to do app dating anymore. 
I was just going to try to meet people organically. And now we're all quarantined inside of our homes. So That is true. This is where we're at these days. Yeah. So in one of our conversations, uh, I made a joke where instead of saying yeehaw, I said ye John. And you're not from Philly, so you don't know what John is. And I'll do my best to explain this to you. Uh, first things first, yeehaw is a catchphrase of mine and yours. We both have yeehaw tattoos. Sure do. Great. Just on opposite arms, right? Yeah, mine's right here on my right arm. And look at that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> And the Yee John joke is actually a joke uh, a friend of mine made up, uh, which I think is hilarious. But yeah, Yee John. John in Philly just means you can replace John with any noun, person, place, thing. You can just like throw it in. It makes no sense, but that's how it is. So, like, let's say you had this beer next to you and I wanted you to hand it to me. I would be like, yo, can you pass me that, John? I don't make this up. This is Philadelphia. Or it's like, are we going to go to, like, let's go to the bar. It's like, yo, you want to meet at the John later? That makes me think, you want to go to the bathroom with me later? Well, it's not John. It's John. J-A-W-N. Yeah. But do you really exaggerate the W? Is it John? Yeah, definitely exaggerated. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a dumb thing, but like. Even big advertisers in Philadelphia, like, lean into it. Like, I've seen McDonald's billboards. It's like, come get this John. And it's like a picture of, like, a McMuffin. So Well, that makes sense, because they're trying to be relatable. They're trying. (laughs) Yeah, so welcome to Philadelphia. Now you can say John. Thank you. I still don't really understand why, but, I mean, have I gained that right yet? I'm only a month in. It's only been a month. I didn't realize it was so short. Yeah, it's been one month today. I think it's a rite of passage. I say it's yours. Okay. I think you made it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I I made it after not being able to go do anything in the city since I got here. I was taking note of, I I decided that I'm going to start journaling or at least try to write more of my thoughts down. So I was doing a stream of conscious journal the other day. It was just kind of led into what I was doing. And then I realized as I was writing, I've only entered various grocery stores since I since I got here. That's the only structure. structure I've been able to enter. And I went into one coffee shop and got a coffee to go. So other than that, I was really familiar with Trader Joe's okay. on art. Oh my God. Well, hey, you're also really familiar with your apartment. Yeah, my row house. Sorry, row house. My bad, my bad. Yeah, we really have to distinguish between that and an apartment because this is the first time I've lived in an actual home home in five years, almost. So this is really nice. Nice. Yeah, sorry. I didn't know. My bad, my bad. I'll give you, I'll forgive you for that one. I uh, guess. That was my one pass. Yeah, that was the only one. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, have you been able to do like anything else? Have you been, uh, like, have you Zoomed with any friends or like what have you been sort of keeping yourself busy with? Yeah, I've been FaceTiming a couple of friends. 
Um, my friend Sam and I actually had a ladies' night a few weeks ago and watched the live stream of Werewolf Peck together. <laughs> I was on that live stream. I was there with you. Yeah, we were there. Um, so I've done that a couple of times. And I mean, I usually FaceTime people anyway. I haven't lived near my family or a lot of my friends in a long time, so I'm used to maintaining long-distance relationships. Um, I've gone on a lot of walks. I started trying to run again since I can't climb. It's been really getting COVID fit in my house. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. You're getting prison fit. <laughs> hey, hear me um, out. I can't do pull-ups anywhere. So. You're locked in your house. You only have so many hours of the day for yard time. Exactly. It, you're getting prison fit. I'm sorry. You might not be doing pull-ups, but you're getting prison fit. I'm getting it in where I can. Um, other than that, I've been reading. Uh, I finally broke down and got a subscription for Disney Plus. So I've been enjoying that. Uh, so let me roll back. Are you reading like books, articles? Like what? what's your thing? Books. What are you reading um, now? Right now I am reading. It's actually under my laptop. That is a huge book. Yeah, it's three in one. Okay. I think it's um, 1984, but it's not, it's like the Murakami. Mm-hmm. 1984, so it's not the really sad 1984. Got it. I'm not much of a reader, so this is all a little bit French to me. But yeah, I, um, I appreciate so I'm it. not exactly sure what it's about yet because I just started it, um, I realized too, I was kind of bummed after I moved here and I wasn't able to do anything because I read all of the books that I own. But this house is kind of like magic to me because <laughs> there's a ton of books on a bookshelf. So I've just been picking that and that's in my personal library. Um, that's been great. Who Somebody who lived here before really loved Neil Gaiman. He's one of my favorite fantasy authors. So I've been rereading some of his books that happen to be here too. So I just found this one on the shelf. Nice. Um, there's also a lot of Tom Robbins. So I feel like you would probably like Tom Robbins. I probably would. Uh, yeah, I... So I work for the National Park Service. You already know this. And even cowgirls get the blues. Okay, I have to say this because uh, a really great friend of mine, her Tinder, or not Tinder, her Instagram bio was, um, so trot your ponies, honeys, and uh, what's the quote? So trot your ponies, honeys, and something the intent, uh, so oh no, she's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. Hold on. Oh, so trot your ponies, honeys, and accept the tangled facts is a quote from that book. Beautiful. Thank you. I did my best. What was that? You haven't read it yet? I have not. But uh, this book, Desert Solitaire mm -hmm. by Edward Abbey, is like, I guess, a rite of passage for working in the National Park Service. Like, I've had probably 20 people ask me if I've read this book independently of each other. And I'm like, no, I don't even know what it is. Uh, so I bought it and I still haven't read it, but I have did it here. It? I did buy it new. Okay. But but how new? When did you buy it? How long has it been sitting there? It's been sitting for probably five, three and a half months, four months. Okay. 
Well, we all have some of those, you know. This is the only book I own, so it's it's all of mine. Really? This took me... Um, Tom Robbins' writing style isn't something that I usually go for. And I read three quarters of it three years ago and then set it down. And then I just reread it and actually finished it in November, I think. Hey. So this has been sitting on my shelf for a really long time. So it's okay. I get it. It's okay. Yeah. Everyone has their own pace. So I get it. And then you said you got Disney Plus. What, what drove you to get it? Was there like a particular show? Yeah, there is um, this new movie that just came out that they added. It's new Pixar. It's called, um, ooh. Oh, I got her. Oh, no, hang on. Well, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I found it. What is it? What is it? Onward. It's just called Onward. Yeah, have you heard about it? No, What? It, what's it about? It's precious. It's these two brothers who, okay, backtrack, backtrack. Backtrack. I'm, I'm stepping okay. back. I'm stepping back. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. It's based in this world where it's kind of like nowadays where you have diners and whatever, like all of our fun little Diners, drive-ins, and dives with Guy Fieri. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Welcome but, to Flavortown. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'll try. I don't want to get sidetracked, so I'm going to keep my Fieri <laughs> jokes to myself. Uh, I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> anyway are you good are you good mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. so there's be really cool magic in this world that has depleted and gone away over time um and these two brothers just go on this fun adventure together and it's just really sweet and endearing and it made me cry and i loved it it's That's really sweet. sweet i don't i'm not very good at describing movies without giving things away so that's all I'm going into. I'll have uh, to watch it. Spoilers. No, I appreciate that. Just a little bit. That's fine. That's all you need. Yeah. It's just, it's really great and, you know, endearing and heartwarming. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's why you got Disney Plus. Have you found anything else while you've been on there? Or were you just like ready for that, watched it, and sort of just pulled back out? I mean, I, I love old Disney movies anyway. So that's been fun. Nice. Yeah, so that's the main reason. And um, I've only leached off of other people's subscription services this entire time. Oh, okay. Myself. So I thought it was time to put on my big girl pants and finally commit. I'm proud and now of you. I now I feel good because I'm giving back to others because now, you know, you can have up to four screens or something watching it. So now I can let my roommates borrow it. That's great. Finally giving back to the community here <laughs> it just feels really good <laughs> that's awesome no really it is that's great i yeah my netflix i don't even know who has it at this point like at, it got to a point where it wasn't letting me watch my shows because it was like streaming too many places so i like force logged everyone out and i was like who's gonna ask me for the password again <laughs> like who's like that desperate and uh, a few people did. Forward. Only two people ended up like, hey, got, I got logged out. Like, can you hook me back up? But there were like way more than two people streaming. So like there's a few people that stayed silent. Oh, I bet they probably gave it to somebody else or logged in on somebody else's fire stick. And then that person was reaping the benefits. Probably. I've been there. So. But we're good now. We're good. Okay, good. <laughs> 
do you have any questions for me? Putting uh, you on the spot. Uh, I feel like questions are better when they come up organically in conversation. Oh, I'm called out. Okay. All right. <laughs> I see you. All right. So you've been running during quarantine. You tell me you've been running and you told me you almost died running. <laughs> so funny. Um, I did. You want to tell me little... about it more? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm definitely not a runner. I don't think my body was built for running either. I started running last year because I signed up for a 10K that was scheduled in May. So I signed up for that on January 1st. So I started training for that and then did that. After my 10K, I haven't run that far ever again. And since I picked up climbing, that's been my main source of exercise. And I'll usually do cardio or whatever while I'm at the gym. So I'm having to do street running now. And I feel like that's a totally different ball game from running on a treadmill to especially here with a mix of cobblestone and brick and then regular concrete. But anywho, so I, I haven't run a lot, so I'm trying to ramp up slowly. Um, but I was running over, there's a walkway overpass thing that goes over the highway. It's not the one that has the Penn's Landing South Street sign, but it's a different overway on over the overpass, yeah. underpass. Uh, anywho, so I was running down that and it went down a slight decline. And I just, I tripped and I, I did one of those, like I was running and falling and my arms splayed out, but I was able to catch myself with my feet right before I ate shit. <laughs> and, and of course, and this is, this is just how my life works. Of course, it's the only time where there's actually people around during the quarantine too. So there's actually people out and about on this area. So multiple eyes watch this happen. I got to the bottom of it and I had to stop running because I was laughing so hard. So it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, okay. Of all times for this to happen. Here we go. But thankfully I did not actually fall. Um, but I did, I did get a very good laugh out of it. And I had just been thinking the day before, <laughs> it would really suck if I was running and I fell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you told me about that, I was like, I'm glad that you didn't get hurt because this is like not the time to want to go no. to the hospital or doctor. And that would be a really embarrassing reason of why I have to go. <laughs> I decided to pick up running again and <laughs> then stepped outside and eat shit on the sidewalk yeah i have an equally uh embarrassing i guess i not that it's embarrassing but embarrassing story for myself uh so you started running during quarantine i started skateboarding again during quarantine so i skateboarded my whole childhood that was like my thing stopped as a, a young teenager and then in 20 early 2016 i was like you know what i'm gonna get back into this first day back broke my ankle so I was like, Ooh, first day, first day back. And it, I like was, I just like went all in. I'm like, I used to do this and not like, Hey, you should ease back in. So yeah, I broke my ankle and I like ended up losing a few weeks of work. And I was like, okay, I'm retired. Like I'm too old for this. Like I have too much at stake uh, until quarantine rolled around. And <laughs> now I'm back on my bullshit and I'm skateboarding again. And uh, actually on my Instagram, if you, uh, I have a highlight called Skater Boy. I saw that. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Oh. 
Okay. Well, if you watch it, there's a few videos in there of me just like totally eating shit. So where you almost ate shit, I have like documented proof of me just like eating shit. Okay. I'm really excited to get off of this and watch that little montage. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, can we stop talking? I want to watch you fall. Yeah, this is over now. Thanks. This was fun. Goodbye. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's there's that. I started skateboarding, but I didn't make the same mistake as last time. Easing into it. That's it. Having a good time, though. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, we don't really have the same jelly bones that we used to when we were kids. You know? No. I don't know about you. I don't bounce back like I used to anymore. No, I felt it. I mean, there's more bruises, I think, on my shins than there aren't. Like, it's just, yeah, I'm beat up, and I'm feeling it more and more every day. Yeah, but you're having fun with it, so that's what matters. Yeah, I'm... Like a kid again. I do feel like a little kid again, and I'm kind of surprised how well I was able to just, like, throw myself back into things. I almost feel like I'm better now than I was as a kid. Which really? is really weird for the lack of dedication I'm putting in now and the amount that I did then. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just trying too hard before. Yeah, maybe fresh minds. That's true. It was like stage fright the whole time. Yeah. Out with your pals. Have to look really cool. Land all of the kickflips. Hey, you know what? Uh I have been landing kickflips. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I've been doing cooler stuff, but like, whatever. I am, that's the extent of my knowledge that I can remember from playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. The soundtrack on those games is stuck. Oh. It's burned into the memory. Oh my gosh. Every time I hear one of those tunes pop up, it just takes me back. Yeah, it's like, great. Back on PlayStation 1, baby. <laughs> was that PlayStation 1? I think Pro Skater 2 was PlayStation 2. It might have been 2, actually. I think Pro Skater was 1. I feel like the one that I played the most was Tony Hawk's Underground, which I think was okay. the third... I think I only, I don't know if I ever played that one. We weren't allowed to have video games when I was a kid. So I was only able to play when I snuck it at my friends' houses who sure. had gaming consoles. Or um, one time my friend actually let me borrow her PS2. Dang. And I hid that in my room or in my brother's room. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. But yeah, every. Every time one of those songs comes up, exactly, I'm just like, oh, wow, like, <laughs> throwback. Um, every, I was thinking about this the other day. I saw a picture of um, Bourbon Street or something in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And I've never been to New Orleans before, but I automatically thought of skating there <laughs> and Tony Hawk. That's wild. <laughs> Funny. And it's kind of been funny too when I've traveled. I have that image pop back into my head like in Boston when I was there. I was thinking about it too. Oh man. No, that's really <laughs> funny. Your like life association is like through like <laughs> like a fifteen year old video game. Yeah, that I wasn't supposed to be playing. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> What was that? I was like, I don't remember if I had another question exactly. So I was like trying to think and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can just stare at each other. Perfect. Okay, ready? Oh no, oh, no, are we really doing this? No. Are you sure? Okay, yes, let's do it. Make it weird. Yeah, let's make it weird. We're staring at each other. Well, I'm staring at the screen. 
Wait, um, let me let me get closer to the camera. Are we gonna have a staring contest? Is that what we're doing? We can try. Wait, when are, blink now. All in. Where am I supposed to be staring at you? I don't or? know. I already blinked. What's going on? <laughs> ha, loser. <laughs> All right, you won the staring contest. That's obviously important. Yeah, I think that's important to note here. I'm gonna write it down in the notes. She won. What are some um, unexpected qualities or interests that you have that you would say are, or maybe like, unexpected past experiences? Like maybe um, you used to participate in, in travel to Yu-Gi-Oh competitions? Okay, so you want some embarrassing facts is what you're looking I for. Mean, I don't think that's embarrassing. I'm not saying that's embarrassing, but okay. Unassuming facts about myself. Or just something that really surprised me. Hmm. I don't know what would be surprising. I feel, huh. Or or something that I, I maybe um, somebody would just be like, huh, I didn't know that about you. Sure. Or, oh, that explains a lot. Okay. I, um, wow, I'm trying to think of what's weird. I don't know. Like, I feel like my whole life is just so weird that it's become so normal. Mm-hmm. Like... I, oh, here's a good one. I was on a road trip. I was planning on driving to Alaska. I had my passport. I was ready to go. Car full of friends. I built a teardrop camper. Like this cute little, yeah. Like you little, built it? I built it, with yeah. With these hands. That's impressive. And, uh, back there. Pat on the back. Great. Thank you. And we were driving uh, across the country. We got to Washington State and we're driving up Mount Rainier, just south of Seattle. And the trailer falls off the car and uh, goes into a ditch. (laughs) Oh, no. uh, Yeah, that was great. Uh, I will say it wasn't my fault. What what broke was the the welds on the jet on the tongue of the trailer, like where it mounts the car broke, which was not my doing because I bought an equipment trailer and then built on top of it. So the trailer failed, not my work. Fell into a ditch, uh, six hundred dollar tow to get it off the mountain, and then we slept in it in a junkyard, and then we had a welder come out and fix it for us, and. I worked with this guy for like the entire day. We basically had to build an entire new trailer and then like sort of flip it around. And at the end of the day, he like knew at this point we were not driving to Alaska. We lost so much time. We lost so much money. He was like, well, I don't know what you guys are doing, but like if you need time to think about it, like you can come to my place. He's like, I've got goats and chickens and a trampoline. Love that he threw on a trampoline. Like, ooh, this will really get him. Yeah. So at this point, I was working with him the entire day. So like, we had a great rapport. But like, yeah, when I <laughs> goats, chickens, trampoline, we're in. <laughs> so he also had kids that are our age, and it honestly was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. So we stayed at their house for a few nights, and they took us like cliff jumping, and like just sort of. Gave us around a tour around the town. Uh, he let me take his motorcycle out for a ride around Mount Rainier, which, like, oh, he nice. did not need to let me do. I didn't even have a motorcycle license at the time, I don't think. No, I didn't. Ooh. He was just like, go for it. I was like, that I'll... boy over here 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell the feds. And uh, <laughs> we're, okay, I'm gonna keep the story moving. But great time. They were leaving to go on vacation, so we picked up our trailer. We drove out to Olympic National Park, which is like on the coastline outside of Seattle. And they were going on vacation in Oregon. So we drove down to Oregon and we went on vacation with them. <laughs> like That is so cute. Yeah. And uh, they like were camping out at these like sand dunes. Because uh, they're, they're all like wrench monkeys. So like they had dune buggies and dirt bikes and quads. And I'm all there for it. So I have a bunch of photos of me like driving their dune buggy. And like camping out with them on their family trip. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's a bummer that you weren't able to go to Alaska, but it seems like that um, once in a lifetime experience was probably worth it. I'm friends with their kids on Facebook. I'm friends with them on Facebook and Instagram and everything. Like we keep in touch. I haven't been back to the Northwest since that trip. When it's was that? 2015. So it's been five okay. years. And uh, I was supposed to go back on my motorcycle trip, which I told you about. I was doing a cross-country bike trip. Uh, I ended up having a really bad time. <laughs> Weather was terrible. Got stuck in, like, dust storms and monsoons and lightning storms. And you name it, I was in it. It was over 100 degrees almost every day. I bailed out in San Francisco, rented a truck and drove home. Start that? What was that? What time of year did you start? It was like the last week of July. So I was asking for it. Yeah, that, mm, that's a a little on you there. Yeah, it, yeah, it is what it is. But (laughs) I was planning on visiting them on that trip and I didn't, I didn't get that far. So I feel, I still feel bad. But yeah, I would trade that trip over going to Alaska any day. It was an amazing trip. Had a great time other than shit hitting the fan. Yeah, but otherwise you wouldn't have met them from, if that hadn't happened. No, never. And what if um, the same thing had happened, but when you're out in the wilderness in Canada and then a grizzly bear came up and ate you? Yeah, very plausible event to happen. It could, you know, you never know. Hey, I don't make the rules. And with my yeah. luck, it would have happened. Exactly. So I think that would have been far more, in, you know, unfortunate. All right. I'm going to spin the question around on you. I have to. I need to know. Are you a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament goer? No. <laughs> I was like, that was an oddly specific example. I wonder if that's okay, what so she's I, been up to. I actually have kind of a funny story and how that came up. So, you know, I, d- I definitely played Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a kid, and I did some local tournaments at Books Million back in the day. Um, but I pride myself on the most part of creeping on people pretty hard. <laughs> It's a good people watching activity. Um, no, I mean just finding like if I can, I find out a lot of information about people before I go on dates with them. Usually. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like everybody does that though, and it's so easy. I mean, if you have your last name, ugh. yeah. So there is a guy that I went on. I met him on Hinge in January, I think, and I was just looking him up. <laughs> and- I found that he was, he traveled for Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments as recently as like five years ago. And he was 30 or 31. And 
I was just, it, it cracked me up so hard. So I was on our date. I didn't tell him, obviously, that I knew because I didn't want him to know how deeply I creeped. But there was actual, like, PR about this if you Googled him, too. It was wild. <laughs> so I was trying to sneak stuff into our date to see if he would come out with See if he would spill the beans. <laughs> he never did. Oh, no. <laughs> and it seemed like that was a really prominent part of his life. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I try not to judge. Everyone's got something. But, like, that's that's kind of funny that he, like, wouldn't just, like, lean into it and be like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm into Yu-Gi-Oh. And I wonder if we had seen each other again, would it have ever have come up? Or would he just try to hide that? I don't know. It seemed like a really, I mean, if he traveled for it. It would have come up eventually, I had hope. I would hope so. Because that's a... It's a big part of your life to hide from somebody. That's like a secret. <laughs> it's like a total secret life. He's probably struggling right now. He's got a secret life and he's in quarantine trying to balance his Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments and his, his personal dating life. Poor guy. Yeah, and he can't travel in person for them anymore. Bummer. He's got to wear so, a mask. Yeah. Can you? Oh, he can really do. do, do, do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm... I can't. <laughs> I mean, in the show, they were so far away from each other, so you'd have to do it the yeah. right way. Yu-Gi-Oh! was uh, social distancing. It was built in. Yeah, it was perfect for it. It was a great activity. Oh, man. All right, wh- what about you? Let me hear something interesting about you. <clears throat> um, I was homeschooled until high school. Okay. So I think that's always a fun fact because homeschool kids are – they're kind of weird. So my closest friend, Alex, he was homeschooled. And uh, I give him shit for it always. Because, like, it, it's turned into a really nice joke, actually. Like, whenever he does something wrong, he's like, dude, I don't know. I was homeschooled. Like, that's, like, his easy fallback. <laughs> if I say something really awkward, I'm like, oh, how's the homeschool coming out? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay back on that crutch. Hey, it, uh, use it if you got it, because I don't have that luxury. So, like, good for you. Yeah, thankfully, I do. So I can blame so, some of my social awkwardness on that. But most people say I'm not socially awkward. So far, I feel like you've been more than extroverted. Like, you've been so comfortable. It's just a conversation. <laughs> but you're also being recorded, and we've never talked before. You're just chilling. You know, you just got to go with it. I'm pretty go with the flow, so. Nice. Just ride this wave. And I played on a, a pool league in Charlotte when I lived in Charlotte. I think that's always funny because then people assume that I was really good at it, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they made a low-ranking player. So with how the league worked, we played 8-Ball Express. I don't – the only – actual way that I know how to play pool is the specific bar style of pool, I guess, because that's why I was taught. Um, But in that, you have a certain rank or a number of your experience. So you can only play a certain amount of points per game. So you need to have a low-ranking player so you you don't have to forfeit a game because there's a certain amount of matches. Sure. So I was our our low-ranking player. All I'm hearing is that you are hustling me. We're going to end up playing pool and you're totally going to pool shark me. 
Maybe. Who knows? You're like, this is like your long con. You're like, oh, yeah, I played in this pool league, but I was really bad. No, so I think I'm either I actually do pretty well in a game or I do terribly. There's no in between. There's no medium of, oh, yeah, that was okay. Got a few good shots. Didn't, you know, got a few bad shots. It's either I'm totally bombing the whole time or I run the table. Hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. So, I mean, I would like, I'd be, we're okay with the happy medium. I don't know. I, I feel like... So I'm kind of the same way with bowling. Like I, I was in a bowling class for a little while. You're in a bowling class. It was. I had to do a, an elective for school. So I Wait, took. Wait, is it high school? Or no, college? college. So you chose bowling as your elective. I chose bowling as my like physical elective, and we met once that a week. <laughs> it was great. We met once a week at a bowling alley, and we were on teams, and it was tournament every single Friday. So we would just show up, we'd bowl three games against three teams, and then leave. So the second we were done bowling, we just left. So we wouldn't even have to stay the whole time. And I like ran the numbers. And if I were to go once a week every Friday and play three games, I would have spent more than I did on the credits for the class. Oh, dang. So it was like this awesome deal. Just, and but I ended up... Normally been going once a week to go bowling. No, I, I, I just, I'm the kind of guy, like in my friend group, I'm not even that great as far as bowling's concerned, but like we'll meet up and go bowling and like I'm the guy that knows how to curve the ball and like do it very consistently. So everyone's like, oh my God, like this is insane. I'm like, no, like I'm actually really bad as far as bowling's concerned. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It sounds like you're going to shark me over here. I don't know. There's only one way to find out. We have to have, like, a bowling pool night. If we'll ever be able to. <laughs> Wii Sports. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my God. I don't have a Wii. I don't know if I have a Wii anymore. But, hey, it was great talking with you. It was great talking to you, too. Is it over? Is this done? I think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully the rest of your quarantine is, like, great. Thank you. I hope you don't fall running. Stay safe. I hope you don't break your ankle again while being a little skater boy out there. Much appreciated. Thank you. (laughs) I hope you have a nice night. (laughs) Thanks. You too. Thanks to Chan for being on the podcast. Hey, I'm Dusty is recorded, hosted, and produced by Dusty. Intro music is by Dusty. Artwork is by Troy Memis. You can check out their work at troymemis.com. Outro music is by Pomis. Check them out on Spotify. I'd love to talk to you guys. Can't find me on Tinder? DM me on Instagram at heyimdusty or send me an email through my website heyimdusty.com. Thanks for supporting the show. I really appreciate all the feedback y'all have been sending my way. Be safe out there and don't die of dysentery. Without any more delay, here's Mystic Flavor. He does tender justly. He's worthy and he's trusty. Watch out, ladies. He's dusty.